0: Hey, what's going on everyone? Welcome back to another installment of the Atlas Fitcast. I am your host, Andy Hayes. So the last episode that I did, it was a QA with one of my clients and fellow trainers by the name of Botya Wartman. and it was a well-received episode. So I appreciate all the feedback that I received on that. And I do think that it is going to be something that I do again in the future, where I bring on a guest, where you know it might actually be her uh, the next time. I might do that about every fifth episode that I am able to put out there. I think it allows for some good dialogue instead of just a just a monologue. Not that these episodes that I've created that provide just me talking for periods of time are bad. It just, uh, it's just different. So I think just to mix it up, I, I'll have more guests on in the future. And um, any feedback that you can give me on that would be you know very much appreciated, whether you just easily just send me a direct message on Instagram is probably the best way to get a hold of me. Or um, if you do, just type in an email to AtlasFitnessEvolved at gmail.com. I do check that daily pretty much. So, anyway, today's episode is going to be about cheat meals, cheat days, and should you be doing them specifically for fat loss? I think a lot of people this topic can resonate with them of whether or not they should be doing that and whether or not, you know, if they should feel like they're doing something bad when they are going off a healthier nutritional eating plan, especially if they are looking to reduce body fat, lose weight, look better, feel better, things like that. So I will post some companion pieces to this episode that um, you're listening to on my Instagram account. So if you're not following me at Atlas Fitness Evolved, go ahead and make sure that you do follow me on Instagram, so you can find not only my posts but also my stories. I post on there pretty frequently, and uh, you can get a lot of good content there. But the first question I should answer pretty much are cheat meals good for you? And the 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 short answer is yes. From a physiological standpoint and a psychological standpoint, they are both great for you. Um, if we're talking in terms of physiology, which is basically what's happening inside of your body chemically between all the nutrients that you're taking in, um, whether or not they're in excess, and what it's doing to your hormones inside, it's if you're doing a... Higher caloric, higher macronutrient input on the occasional basis, which would be, you know, a cheat meal or cheat day, it is going to do some good things for your body, especially if you have been in a caloric deficit trying to reduce your body fat. So, calories in, calories out. So, you have spent your week reduced the amount of calories that you're taking in, increase the amount of caloric output that you are having every day. So that just means exercising more, eating less, or in ter- or maybe not eating totally less in terms of volume, but eating total less in terms of calories because volume is not necessarily an indicator of calories. So what I mean by that is if you are eating a lot of vegetables and salads and drinking a lot of water, that's still a lot of volume going into your body, but there's not a lot of energy in salads and water. There's nothing in water. So you're going to feel more full, and you're probably going to be uh, in a caloric deficit there. But then occasionally it's, it's okay to spike your calories from a physiological standpoint with a cheat meal because over the course of that, caloric deficit so that the the reduction of calories in your diet, your hormones are going to be affected by that. And there is this very specific hormone called leptin. And leptin is a hormone that makes you feel more satiated or feel more full. And whenever we have a reduced amount of caloric um, energy going into our body, so we're eating less, leptin is gradually reduced in our body. And so this is a this is not necessarily a good thing. We, we don't want to feel like we're always hungry. And at the same time, what's happening when we have a reduction in calories is we are increasing the hormone in our body called ghrelin, or some people call it growlin. And that's a bad thing too, because um, the satiated Hormone is going down, the hunger hormone is going up, and we're going to be more likely to, you know, have, you know, go off the rails and just fall off that program that we intended with best intentions at the beginning to stay on and, and see results. But ultimately, uh, the 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 way that our hormones have reacted in a negative way it's just not good. So, uh, also. Um, from a standpoint of when you uh, are taking in a cheat meal, you are helping restore uh, what's called muscle glycogen, and glycogen is just basically carbohydrates, sugar stored in uh, the muscle. Specifically, when people are you know training with exercise regularly, specifically maybe with some higher intensity interval training or some resistance training exercises with either weights, bands whatever your modality is, uh, power yoga, you can you know, refill the sugars within your muscle, which is a good thing, because we can utilize that as energy for the next exercise bout. Um, you're, you're refilling that muscle glycogen. So what a cheat meal will do physiologically, just to recap that real quick, is yes, it can help restore muscle glycogen, muscle sugar. It can help increase the satiated hormone, leptin, It can help reduce the hunger hormone, ghrelin, and it can help actually make you feel better in your brain too with uh, helping level off some serotonin levels as well. So that's all good things. And then psychologically, it can help you stay on a program much, much longer, especially if you're one of those people that are just always feeling deprived and if you feel have a cheat meal once a week and helps you stay on a 12 week program, that's better than if you try to stay on the most perfect, you know, uh, eating meal plan for, you know, you intend to do it for months, but then after three weeks you haven't had, you know, anything that makes you feel better in terms of, um, food that, you know, that you, that you enjoy and you want to include in your diet, you just don't because you feel like it's a bad food, quote unquote. And then uh, you fall off the program within two to three weeks and then you don't finish out that 12-week 12, 12 program. So psychologically and physiologically, yes, both um, yeah, cheat meals are going to be good for you in that circumstance. But one question that we need to ask is, should you um, eat the cheat meal or... Can you stop at that one meal or that one day? And if you say yes, yes, I, f- I feel like it tides me over for the week um, and I'm not going to do it again for at least the next seven days or whatever, then yes, by all means, do the, 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 the cheat meal. And we're going to follow maybe some of the following tips to help you get through it as effectively as possible. So number one, make sure that you do work out that day previous to the cheat meal. All right, and the reason for this is is that well, one, if you plan your cheat meal, and then you plan on working out later. If you're completely like bloated and full, and you don't feel good, then that's um, you're going to be more likely to skip that exercise for the day. Right. Number two, um, it technically could be seen as a form of exercise bulimia if you are taking your cheat meal. And then immediately going and running five to ten miles right afterwards because you feel like you need to punish yourself with exercise for having that food that you enjoy, and so psychologically, if that's the way you feel, then um, you know it, I, I'm not a you know a psychologist. I can't diagnose that for you, but I do want to just put that out there so you are aware of that. But then thirdly that physiologically we do want to try and get the most benefits out of the cheat meal physiologically as possible. So if you do have you know, a good quality workout session where you're lifting some weights or you do some higher intensity cardio and then you do your cheat meal within maybe an hour afterwards – the likelihood that some of those increased amount of calories, and so proteins, fats, carbohydrates, are going to go towards a positive, rebuilding, restorative effect from that exercise session is going to be that much higher, and so that's going to be a you know a positive benefit to your cheat meal right after the exercise. All right. Uh, number two, rein it in to one day or one meal within a sleep cycle so you don't want to say oh i'm gonna have my 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 cheat day quote-unquote is going to be friday afternoon friday night and then also saturday morning and then that's the end of the 24-hour period no 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 you need to have it from the a.m to the p.m from when you wake up to when you go to bed somewhere within there is when you're going to have your you know your caloric surplus or whatever you are wanting to eat to make you feel less deprived in your healthy eating plan. So whether or not you you do a cheat meal or a cheat day always just depends on who you are. And a lot of times as uh, trainers, we try to teach people about that we want to... Program your exercise with the minimal effective dose. There's going to be this sweet spot where we want you to do just enough exercise to where you get just the right, you know, benefits and results. Why would you ever, you know, do more than what you need to, uh, especially if you're going to risk overuse injuries and things like that? So the same thing with a nutritional plan. Why not? You know, eat as much as you could within a day if you can get away with it. So, for for some, you know, uh, trainers out there that might say, oh, "I'll only do a cheat meal." That might be true in most cases, but y- if you can get away with you know steady fat loss by cheating the entire day, and you're still happy with the results that you're getting, so then by all means have a Few things within the day that you are going to, um, you know, outside your your healthy or clean eating plan and kind of doing whatever you want within that 24 hour period uh, from waking up to going to sleep. If you can get away with it, but if you are seeing that like, oh no, like I did not see the results that I wanted to see this last week, and I ate like crap the entire day, then maybe you need to rein in your your quote unquote cheat day to a little bit less time and not to go crazy all day To and then just rein it into one meal and see if you can still feel satisfied from that one meal and be able to stick to your healthier nutrition plan over the course of the next six days and still see results. You feel me? All right. And so number three, drink water all day. Now the reason for this is twofold. A, we don't want to on, on cheat day, especially we don't want to confuse the hunger that we're feeling. Especially if we we've planned this day, you're gonna be like kind of amped up for it. You're like, yes, this is finally the day that I get to go off 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 my normal plan. Um, but the problem is is that you could confuse your hunger with thirst. So we want to make sure that we're we're nice and hydrated. And we have, you know, enough water in our system. And then two, you know, as long as we're feeling satisfied, that, that's ultimately the, the most important part of this experience, right? And so the body feels volume. It doesn't feel calories, right? So um, you, you you don't eat, you know, a couple French fries that are super saturated in fat and carbohydrates and then ultimately feel full just because you just ate 100 calories, boom, off the bat, Um, you're going to feel full off of probably 1,000 calories worth of French fries. And so if we can get you to feel full off of less French fries on this particular day, we're going to be, you know, doing some damage control here, and we could do that by increasing the amount of water content that we're consuming. Because a water is good for you; it's really, really hard to overdo it on water. Now, I'm not saying you can't, but for most people out there, most people are not overdoing water, right? And so your body feels that volume of the water that you've taken in; it's going to feel full off of that. All right. And then, so if you if you're drinking water all day and you're you're uh, not hungry and you're not dehydrated, then you're you're probably going to eat less on this cheat meal or cheat day, and you're going to do less uh, damage. And you you'll still get the positive benefits of increasing the amount of calories that you're eating just a little bit and getting that that leptin spike, and so you're going to feel more satisfied, hopefully for the next several days but definitely a good thing to be drinking water throughout the day. And I I even go by the rule of drinking about oh, 12 to 16 ounces prior to the meal, 12 to 16 ounces during the meal, and then right when you know you feel that initial hunger or not not hungry, when you feel that initial fullness and you put down the fork or whatever, then boom, immediately drink another 12 to 16 ounces of water and then kind of see if if, if you feel pretty good, get the check if you're out at the restaurant or just kind of conclude the meal if you're at home, whatever. All right. Number Tip number four is eat slowly and enjoy it. The, the body generally doesn't feel full for about 20 minutes, and that is when the, uh, the, the nerve that connects your, your stomach to your brain finally starts to feel that, that fullness that you've began to create. And also, you don't get to do this that often. You're only doing this every seven days, right? So enjoy the experience, the food. Enjoy the taste. Kind of just linger in each bite a little longer. Make sure you're chewing and not just inhaling the food. Uh, it's it's going to be probably a better experience if you can if you can experience it over the course of ten to twenty minutes eating that food, versus inhaling it over the course of ninety seconds and then. You know, still feeling hungry, and then kind of tapping your foot, and then eating even more, uh, which can result in spending more money or whatever. So, uh, just eat a little slower. You'll 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 find that experience uh, pretty good, and that's a good tip. All right, number five: Center your cheating food on mixed macronutrient profiles, particularly protein. So, a lot of people go. Crazy on the carbohydrates or the fats, but kind of don't think that they could that they could use proteins within kind of the formula of the cheat meal. Whereas in actuality, like you, you're going to get a benefit from the protein actually. So if you are you know lifting weights and you are looking to spike your your metabolism uh, muscle is a great way to help increase your metabolism by building muscle. And so by building muscle, you have to include protein. So might as well just put some protein in your you know, your cheat meal. And I like the following options. So this could help you. Uh, protein uh, is in pizza. It's in sushi. It's in burritos. V- mixed variety burritos, by the way. It's one of my favorite foods. Um, so breakfast burritos... Uh, steak burritos chicken burritos uh, pork burritos whatever uh, a burger has protein and fat and carbohydrates steak and potatoes you know especially with the steak with some butter on it boom so delicious along with maybe some fries whatever all of these options have mixed macronutrient profiles within them and uh, you you can get some positive results from having proteins, fats and carbohydrates all within your your meal that you are going off your regular healthy plan on. All right. And then lastly, we're going to go this last tip is something that I didn't follow throughout this whole podcast kind of on purpose is don't call it a cheat meal. Um because if you're calling it a cheat meal, psychologically it already sounds like you're doing something wrong. All right. So call it something maybe a little different, call it a freedom meal, call it a leniency day or a leniency meal. Some people call it a refeed, uh, especially if you're refeeding to spike those physiological hormones that I mentioned earlier, your, your leptin and your, your glycogen. And, um, you know, there is something definitely happening with insulin here. Like all these things are happening. um, in a positive way if you are doing everything correctly all right so those six tips again is work out that same day Uh, number two is rein it into just the one day number three drink water number four eat slowly number five include protein along with your fats and carbohydrates and number six don't call it a cheat meal try to call it something different that's more positive in your mind all right so if we go back to that original question, can you stop at that one meal or one day? And you said yes, you followed all those rules, you're doing good. If you said no, and you think like, no, I'll go off the rails. I, I almost treat food as a drug, and it's almost like I have a relapse, and I, I'm i just going to go crazy. I'm worried about that. All right, so doesn't mean you can't still do a... A leniency meal or a leniency day, but maybe you need to narrow your parameters where you are doing only, you know, small little bits and not letting yourself gorge over a meal or over the course of a day. And maybe you do it less frequent than every week to, you know, reducing the frequency will help you because you won't have as much worry or anxiety leading up to the day. Um, and then also strictly follow those six tips that I told you about earlier. And, you know, hopefully if you, if you can do all those six tips, then you're going to get the positive physiological and psychological benefits to, you know, your leniency day and helping Yourself stay on track with a healthy nutritional plan that will help you see results, help you see your fat loss, make you feel better, make you feel more confident, and all of those things. Okay, so wanted to do just a quick little episode. Right now, I'm underneath 23 minutes. Um, hope you did get something out of that some positive, uh, very you know some tips that are easily activated into your life, and uh, make sure you're sharing the Atlas Fitcast with your friends, your family, your coworkers, your acquaintances, your enemies, whoever you want to listen in. I would very much appreciate it. I am pretty much on all platforms with this, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and everything in between, so... Uh, That's all I have for you today. Check out the Instagram page, at Atlas Fitness Evolved. And so remember, if it is important to you, you will find a solution. If it is not, you will find an excuse. Until next time, thanks for listening. Peace.